poetically created mind podcast hosted by me, BM the Poet. This podcast is for people with a creative mind who need a little inspiration. I will be interviewing everyday people with creative minds, doing original poetry for myself and others, having inspirational conversation and more. This podcast will be available wherever you get your podcast from. Our next guest is a poet and aspiring author. His love for poetry began as a youth. That same love for poetry inspired him to turn his poems into songs. Jason is a true Renaissance man. His wide array of work and life experiences have been poured into his art. Facing many challenges in life, Jason never let that stop his artistic gift. Through his darkest times and his highest times, Jason has found a way to put that destructive beauty of life into words. You can check Jason's work out on Facebook at CJW Poet and Writer and also on Instagram at Blue Lotus 313. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to welcome Jason Wills to the show. How are you doing this evening, sir? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm pretty wonderful. I can't complain at all. So for those that don't know much about you, could you give us a little background information on you? Sure. Um, I was born in Roanoke, Virginia. I grew up there, lived there most of my life. Um, Started writing poetry when I was 12, 13 years old, and I never stopped. I've been writing ever since. Um, I've played music in, in a couple of bands and toured and like I've always like I did I played music for since I was 12 when I started writing poetry like that's what got me into bands because I'd read my poems to one of my friends and he was like yeah my granddad bought me a bass why don't you sing some of your shit over my you know because we were punk rock kids we we grew up like we grew up punk rock kids so like we were all about that do-it-yourself mentality because that's what punk rock's always been about so like literally we didn't we didn't want to like do cover songs we were 12 and 13 years old and like oh we're gonna do all originals and man i was on stage by the time i was 13 by the time i was 16 i I joined this other band I, i was friends with them it was like a heavy metal band but they uh their singer was this amazing, talented guy, but he had a lot of bad habits. He was a crackhead, to be honest. He was a slut, and they were a popular band. And like I was a roadie for him, basically, while I was in my other band. And he came to practice one day and said, you know, I got to talk to you guys. And they all left. Well, they had an artist. He draws some of my stuff, like that I post my stuff on. And he's amazing. He worked in the tattoo shop with me. So I know a lot of people that do like graphic arts and arts and stuff. But me and him were like in the band, but not in the band. You know, we did everything. So when he was like, we got to talk, we were like, why aren't we invited? You know what I'm saying? But it turned out that he had contracted HIV. He knew he was going to die. This is back in the day. They didn't have treatment. You know what I mean? This is back in the day. He came back and was like, now I need to talk to you two took us and told us and he's like jason man you're like one of the best singers like you you're you know because i helped him write a couple songs even though i wasn't in the band and he's like i want you to replace me i want you to leave your band and replace me like i'm gonna die i'm going home to west virginia i want you to play you know the other guy to play guitar and me me to take his place singing so uh, we did and we toured up and down the coast did all kinds of shit so I, you know, I wrote, I just write, you know, and a lot of it I used for songs. They ended up being lyrics. 
is what I did. I'd write poetry and use them for lyrics. Like I've definitely seen some. And that's all. That's how music really is, anyways. It's poetry to music. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. So, I mean, I've been doing it. So, like now, when I was an addict, I ended up homeless. I grew up in that city. I was a body piercer, so I was a cool guy because I worked in a tattoo shop. I hung from hooks and did all that crazy shit that piercers do. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and, like the more you do that crazy stuff, the cooler people think you are. And it's a rock star life. So I went from a rock star life to a body piercer that was a you know I did that twenty some years. And people come into the tattoo shop and it's like oh. Uh, thanks for piercing my tongue. I don't have any money, but uh, hey, you want to do some blow or, you know what I mean? Like whatever. And man, that shit got me so spun. So <laughs> I moved, I did, man. So I moved out in the country. So like now I was married and uh, me and my wife split up, but uh, like, I'm, you know, I came out of here and got clean where I didn't know anybody. And I just cut all my ties, but I wasn't playing music anymore because I, you know what I mean? I, it got so bad that it was like, okay, and I'm still writing all the time, writing all the time. And I don't know. One day it was just like, man, you, you know, obviously you write, write, write. And whenever anybody reads it, they're like, man, that's cool. It's great. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I wanted to get it out there. So I mean, I really didn't know where else to go except social media. And I don't do Twitter and all that TikTok stuff and whatever. But, you know, Facebook is, is an amazing place to connect. Like it really is. Yeah, I, f I find it to be one of the, the, the better places to connect versus uh, the other places, because most of that is just people post something, but you really don't connect with them like you do on Facebook, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Instagram, they're making, I mean, not Instagram, but uh, TikTok, they're making fucking videos, and it's like 90% of it's just stupid shit in the first place. And then Twitter, it's like, oh, I'm taking a crap right now, and that's it. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's just... I don't know, more superficial. As I grew up, I went to uh, college for social work. So when I did that, you know, I worked in a shelter. I also worked in uh, drug rehab, which was ironic because, you know, being in bands and stuff, I uh, got into a, a lot of partying myself, but became an addict. I've seen it all. I've been to the top, fell to the bottom, been locked up, been homeless, okay. got clean, I've I've seen a lot. Of, like you, you so, truly experienced life. I really have. Like yeah. I mean, I've you know I've made four grand a week for seven eight years doing piercing. I got strung out on heroin and lost everything. I overdosed fourteen times. Wow. I've died, died twice. Like and I'm really wide open about stuff. I got clean, man. And if I got clean. Anybody can get clean because it got to the point where, like, I tried to take myself out 14 times. Like, the last two times, I was just, well, I, over those 14 times, I tried to take myself out twice. And the last two times, like, I planned everything perfect. Man, went to an abandoned house and it started raining. And a homeless guy found me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I and God's touched me. And, like, yeah. but I'm wide open. I'm wide open about mm. everything. But, uh, Work-wise, I've done everything from, I, I was a professional body piercer for 27 years. Um, doing the social work stuff, I worked in Medicaid and Medicare. I've worked in factories, customer service. I own my own business. Um, we did uh, essential oils, massage products, incense, things of that nature. I did that for about 10 years. 
Um, and now I'm a quality assurance technician. Uh, oh, okay. So it sounds like you're a, a full renaissance man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that's the way to be. That's how you never go without, I guess, always having something to fall back on. Yeah, definitely. I have a son who's 18. Uh, honestly, I lost him because when I became a drug addict, uh, I lost my son. So I really don't have any contact with him. Uh, I, I did a 360. I went to school to help people, but I guess I was trying to help myself. And, and then I fell in the trap. Uh, but I got clean and I've been clean for six years come Thanksgiving. So I like to uh, I like to help people and, and do my part to help people. Well, yeah, yeah. With, 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 all, with all that you have going on, I'm sure that your insight is very valuable to those that you help. You know, I've been writing a lot as far as, as my work goes. Uh, do mostly poetry, do some free stance um, things as well done uh, a couple of stand-up like like poetry um i don't know the word for it uh spoken word stuff yeah, yeah yeah i've done that um quite a bit in the town that i grew up in uh hoping to publish something here in the near future so you have something in in the works for us well i've been working on it um i don't know how i'm gonna get it published at the moment but I'm definitely working on it, and it, it'll happen sooner or later. Uh, we're definitely going to work to make that happen sooner rather than later. Good. So, good. so give us a little insight into to what you plan on publishing. Uh, I want to do a book of poetry. I, I just want to do a collection of my work, and my work really spans, you know, because of my life experiences, it, it goes all over the place. I don't really have any limits. Like, one day I'm writing about roses and love, and later on in the day, um, you know, I'm writing about a narcissistic, abusive relationship, or, or you know, anything. I don't, I don't have any limits. And that's the beautiful thing about poetry; it it has no limits. You can go wherever you want with it, and it'll take you wherever you want with it. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I got coined. Actually, it's funny. I was talking to a, another author that I know, and, and she coined me the uh, transcendental poet, which <laughs> I took for a compliment because a lot of my a lot of my work. Um, I'm going to read a couple, you know, here in a little bit. It definitely has a all over the place and, and a transcendental feel, I guess, well, that, a spiritual feel. Yeah, but that means that you 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 have the ability to touch uh, a wide array of people, versus being in a, in a box with your poetry. So. Yeah, and and I'm happy about that. I when she told me that, I, I laughed, and, I, and it definitely was a, a good thing. Um, yeah. I'm one of those people, you know. I believe if we all help each other out, and we can create change in the world and and in each other's lives, it's just unbelievable. And I definitely agree with that because you talk sure. about your, your drug addiction as well as you going to school to be a psychologist and studying sociology. So how yeah. do those two uh, mesh into your poetry? 
Well, because I, I come from, from, like you said, both sides. So on one side, you know, you've got a man that, that's been homeless, that's lost everything. And then on the other side, you, you know, you got somebody who, who studied how to help people like those, you know, help, 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 you know, just give that help. Yeah. So, so when it comes to my poetry, they, they blend and, and you get this mesh of, um, of a, a helping side and the dark side, kind of all twisted into one, like you, you get both. You have a uh, creative beauty. Like, yes, it really I, I've read so many of your poems, and I was trying to choose one to for you to read on here, and it was it was almost impossible to be honest with you. Man, I, I I'm thankful. Like I wanted to do that because, you know, like I said, we can all help each other, and and like I'm I'm grateful for what you do. So, Thank it you. was cool to let you. It was cool to let you pick one because the one you picked, like. I totally overlooked when I was looking at them for one to read myself. I totally overlooked that one, and and I love that one. It's it's a great choice. You picked a great one. Yeah, I, like I said, I read a lot, and I was like, Brian, what are you gonna do? You can't choose everything. But yeah, like I said, you have some great work, and you have a, a large body of work. Yeah, that's pretty I, impressive. I, I, I write every. I appreciate that, man. I really appreciate that. Like I write. Every day, like as soon as I wake up, before I do anything, nine times out of ten, I write a poem, like as wow. soon as I wake up. And then later on in the day, I'll sit down and, and write two or three more. Uh, so it's constantly, and it's f- like on my um, Facebook page that you can go to, like I have one you know, just for my writing. And if if you go to it and, and look at everything, it's just a, it, it's definitely a conglomerate, I guess. You, you know, <laughs> and I don't, I don't stop. I guess, well, what I want to say is uh, on that page, I basically say, you know, like the description of the page is that, uh, you know, I take the thoughts out of my mind and put them on the paper. And that, and that's exactly what I do. I guess that's why I have a large body of stuff because I'm constantly thinking, I'm constantly writing. And, yeah. and it's cool. It, it's beautiful. It, it, that expression helps like it helps me and i know if i can get it out to others like there's something there for everybody yeah like i said a, a lot of po- poetry on your page a lot of beautiful poetry on your page a lot of deep poetry as well i appreciate it but there's one thing that i did notice that it, it really intrigued me because it, it, i don't see it very often well, I, I do, I guess you could say, but you don't title any of your poems. Why is that? <laughs> you know, it's funny because I have a lot of people ask me that. And I don't title stuff for the simple, specific reason that, Brian, when you read one of those poems, like the, the one you picked out today, you might have got something completely different than what I was feeling when I wrote it mm-hmm. or how I feel today when I read it. So I don't title things because I, I feel if you title something, you automatically give it like, okay, this is what it's about. This is what it's supposed yeah. to mean. And I, I don't want to do that. I, I just want it to to be what it is and 
people get what they get out of it. Uh, I definitely feel that. I like that. I might have to uh, incorporate that into some of the poems that I I put out there because sometimes I like the title, and sometimes I don't. But I try I try to title where it's not giving away too much, but sometimes it's obvious. Yeah, well, you know, it's like the one you picked out today. I didn't have a title for it. I wrote it down, and so I'm reading it and reading over it, and I gave it a title. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes I'll give them a title, but, like, I gave the two I'm going to read today titles because I'm reading them, and I've been reading them all day. But I just don't title things. I don't – I feel like it constricts the work. I agree. I agree. It kind of – boxes you in and it gives the the reader a perception when you when sometimes it's better for them to just have an open mind and come to their own conclusion of what what the title would be for that poetry exactly and i guess it's it's that transcendental poet thing that i got labeled with like that label makes me not want to label you know but that's what it is it's really you know i want you to get what you get out of it hey uh I definitely got a lot out of them, I must say. So you spoke about religion earlier. So how does that play a role into the work you put out? Well, I'm a Baha'i. Uh, a Baha'i. So what, what, what is that for the people who may not know? Um, a Baha'i is a religion. Our holy land is in Israel. Um, it comes out of Persia. Our prophet was Baha'u'llah, and our faith, our main tenets of the Baha'i faith is unity. Unity is like number one. Um, mm-hmm. We uh, Another tenet that we have is, you know, it's the human race. It's not a race. There's not races. There's a human race. You know, women and men are equal. They're, they're not above each other or, or whatever they're equal everything is equal it's um it's a beautiful religion that, you know i think anybody should read up on it um it started in in the late 1800s so it's one of the newest religions but there's you know over seven million of us um, at this point mm-hmm. so my you know my faith i guess as far as my writing goes is that that unity and that equality becomes a a big, big part of my writing. And, you know, because of my life experiences um, of, you know, hitting rock bottom and being an addict. And and, and then when I got sober and and found my faith, it's like, I I know the darkness and I understand it. And to an extent, I embrace it because it's part of my life and it's part of all of our lives. And, you know, each and every one of us has, hit rock bottom in some kind of way or been hurt in some kind of way. And so I, I understand that. And I write a lot. A lot of my writings come from that. And, you know, everything that goes with the hard times, the trust issues and, and you know, all the hard times, the loyalty issues. But then my faith comes in and my faith says, you know, hey, this, we have a new hope. Like we can build like, you know, like the Bible says, basically with my faith, you know, we believe in the Bible and Jesus. We believe in Islam and Muhammad. We believe in Buddha and the Buddhists. We believe basically that God has come to earth, you know, every thousand years or so 
And he's given every group of people a faith, a religion, uh, and a prophet. But all those prophets are the same people. That's mm-hmm. God. You know, that's God coming here as a person. So we believe in all the faiths. So it's a big unity thing. And like, hey, let's come together because your Bible says the same thing as the Quran or as as the Buddhist text. Um so why are we fighting each other? Why are we harming each other when we can come together and we can we can make that heaven on earth? You know, yeah. us to get us together, we can do that. So when that comes into my poetry, you got that darkness, which is the dark of the dark, clashing with this unity and positivity and hey, we can change things. So it definitely affects my work. Yeah, you you are definitely um <clears throat> taking on a battle that has been fought for many years. Yes, yes. <laughs> now, is there anything that you want the people to know specifically? Never give up. Never give up, and know that there's always a support system. And even if you feel like there's not, there is. It could be somebody that you don't know that supports you. It could be somebody that you that you met once or twice that supports you. And you never give up because you can work through anything. There's nothing that you can't work through. So you say you have some some poems for us, some newly titled poems, I might add. Yes, I do. So please, please share share and let the people hear what, what I enjoyed so much. All right. Well, this one I gave the title Mishap. An accident waiting to happen. A split second could have changed everything. Instead, a lifetime of habitual routines went back and forth, to and from, yet never changed a thing. Life flashes by in an instant, like a slow dance that's over in four minutes and 22 seconds when the song ends. Similar to a romance that starts with two friends who embrace love, learn from it, and go their own ways. Nothing's permanent. Nothing remains. There is no mainstay. In the blink of an eye, it's over. It ends. Like a head-on collision or a plane crash or a train wreck, life is an accident waiting to happen, and we all take it to the grave. I love that poem. Hey, that that's yours. That's the one yeah, you picked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I appreciate it. I, as soon as you started, I was like, "Yes, that is the one. One of my favorite ones." I appreciate it. Thank I definitely you. appreciate that. And and what 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 do you have for us next? And the next one is called "In One Ear and Out the Other." Be conscious and be aware. For what you hear doesn't always go in one ear and out the other. Rather, it could poison your mind so things become not so clear. But you can plant a seed which can slowly grow, becoming an idea that you will one day know, cultivated properly and under control. You can speak this idea into a concept with all of your soul. This concept can be heard and made into a moment. With others' thoughts will come improvement, all because you learned to redirect the venom whispered in your ear once upon a time when the devil himself was near. 
So just look at what you have done, turning negative to positive, and it's just begun. From a simple rotting thought whispered in your ear. So remember, if your ear ever itches or it even bleeds, you are the instrument of change that the future needs. Man, I think you might have just put me on to another new one. Another new favorite, man. I tell you what, you do some great work. Thank you. Thank you. I I have not been disappointed at all. I'm sure the people listening were not disappointed. And I appreciate it. We, uh, if if you're out there listening, we need to pressure this man into putting out a book. That's what I'm going for. That's what I want, definitely. Like, and it'll come in time. It it will, and it it will definitely be worth it for you. It'll be worth it for the people who get to to read it and listen, because the depth is is there. You know, I want you to plant those seeds of uh, positivity that you were talking about. That's exactly what I want to do. Writing is the method to do it. Yeah, writing. A lot of people don't realize how 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 many people have been saved by poetry, whether hearing it or even writing it, because it has pulled me out of a dark hole many times. Yes, definitely. And sorry, so, so he 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 feels it as well. Yes, <laughs> he gets to hit it all the time, so he's been pulled out as well. He was just agreeing with us. But I definitely would like to thank you for joining us and sharing your your, your wonderful gift. Thank you for having me. And uh, could you tell the people where they can find you at so they can come check you out? Uh, easiest place to find me is Facebook. Uh, it's at CJW Writer and Poet is, is the page. And from there, um, you can connect to my email. You can connect to my Instagram. So, you know, you can contact me. I'm quick to return messages. Uh, Love sharing my work. Love hearing from people. Well, ladies and gentlemen, check his work out. Visit him and chat with them and help him to get us this book that he deserves to put out and that we deserve to hear. I want to thank you for joining us again. Is there anything you have to say before we go? I just want everybody to take care and stay positive. Stay positive. Words to live by. Thank you, and have a good evening. All right. Thank you, Brian. Thanks for coming on this journey with me. Please follow me at BMThePoet on Instagram and BMThePoet on Twitter. Please rate it five stars, subscribe, and share. Have a good evening.